This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Deluxe Angus is back at Macca's. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yum, yum, yum. Dan, a little bit of a um, fail in our household. My mm-hmm. beautiful little eight-year-old son, Harley, had a wobbly tooth and excitingly, as all children do, loses his tooth, right? You know what it's like when you're a kid and you lose your tooth and, oh, my God, isn't it exciting when the tooth fairy comes? And it's it, my favourite time of the year. That's right. The tooth fairy coming. And so the, the tooth fairy arriving. <laughs> Maybe sounds a bit better. Anyway, and so... Arriving and coming <laughs> at the same time. The tooth fairy. Underneath Maybe the pillow about that. at the best of the times. Yeah. So what tooth did he lose? One on the front one? Yeah. Or? So Harley loses one at the front. It's mm. uh, super cute now. One big gap now in the middle of his smile. And, you know, eight years old, lost his yeah. tooth. Very excited. And... um. You know, obviously, when children uh, lose their tooth, they put their tooth underneath their pillow and the tooth fairy arrives and takes the tooth away and leaves mm-hmm. some money. And, um, yeah. That's a tooth fairy. And, of course, you know, the tooth fairy in our household wouldn't forget to put the money out because the that tooth fairy is not that much of an idiot. But <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we found out that the tooth fairy is actually really smart, Dan. Because yeah, you know okay. what the tooth fairy did? The mm. tooth fairy decided this year that instead of... Uh, you know, taking Harley's tooth from his bedroom and leaving money out to Harley in his room next to his pillow, the tooth fairy would, um, the next morning, come to my bedroom. Oh, right, and, and leave, leave it in your wallet. <laughs> tooth fairy, that's, that's way easier, I'm, isn't it? Well, that's what mm. we said to the tooth fairy. We thought mm. that was really clever of the tooth fairy to give the money to mum and dad mm-hmm. in the morning the next day to pass um, on. instead of doing it on the normal night when mm. the child loses the tooth and putting the money out. That's Just right. give it to mum and dad the next day and we'll pass the money on, right? Or oh, the tooth fairy is an absolute moron. Just forgets <laughs> all the time. Uh, did she turn up at tooth hurty? <laughs> did she get a little plaque? And asking you on 131060, did you forget something important? I organised an important meeting. Uh, I want to do pub trivia uh, with family and friends. I want to have a couple of beers on a Wednesday, like 7pm. We'll just do some trivia. Uh, My good friend Lauren, too, is a very funny comedian. I organised for them to meet up uh, yesterday at the pub, 2.30. And uh, rolls around, 2.30 rolls around, and I am on a hike and a bushwalk with my kids. And then I hear this all of a sudden out of nowhere. <laughs> like, you've got your meeting. And I'd been talking about, this is, this is the worst part about going on this bushwalk. I'd been talking about it all afternoon with my wife. I'm like, oh, I've got this meeting this afternoon. I've got to be doing this. And um, yeah. we're going to be doing trivia. It's going to be a lot of fun, um, you know. Um, and I'm just on the bushwalk. And I'm like, oh, we have to get off this mountain right now. Now that I think about mm. it. I feel like you mentioned it in the office as well yesterday morning. And I kept on thinking about it because I'm like, oh, Tuesday, 3 p.m. is where I have to catch up. Left them both there waiting for a good hour. Good old Lauren. Uh, She's the best. She was happy just to be out of the house because, you know, she's got six kids. Yeah, six kids. And that's what happens. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and stupidly me, uh, it was as soon as I took the camera out to take a photo of the kids Ah. is is where that happened. And I'm like, oh, God, I've forgotten (laughs) this important meeting that I have organised weeks ago. Every parent Mm. forgets stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you can forget stuff even if you're not a parent, don't get me wrong, mm. but you throw in kids as well, so when you're just not only looking after you, but you're looking after the kids, you're entertaining the kids, your brain, because you know what it is, mm. it's actually a sign you're a good parent. You stop thinking about yourself in that moment, and you're solely focused on your kids, and that's, yeah. they get under your skin, don't they? Oh, you yeah. try and do everything, and you try <laughs> to be organised, but then the kids come first, and that's right. you took them for a hide, being a good dad. And, and then I just you- bailed on them, I'm like, I've got to go now. <laughs> kids, get in the car, and they'll so slow, walking back to oh, them. Oh, like, they don't rush, on. do they? No. no, they don't rush 
for anybody. No, nah, uh, well, this is what we're asking. Thirteen ten sixty. Did you forget something important, Samantha from New Norfolk? Did you forget something important? My child. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh no! How did that happen? I've not long had my third child, and my oldest was in grade in prep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the middle child and I went in to grab him. My other baby was in the car with my sister. Oh. And he went and played. So I grabbed the oldest one and walked back to the car, put him in and got in. And I thought, shh, something's missing. <laughs> you what is in it? the rear vision mirror and you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm negative one. <laughs> so I uh, went back in to find him and... Yeah, he was devastated that I forgot about him, and he still remembers it. Oh, he'll always he'll always mm. throw it in your face too, honey. He'll always be like, they never forget anything. It's kind of like a scene from Home Alone, isn't it? Mm. And because he's a middle child, no one likes a middle child, uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You know what, Samantha? It was only the one time, wasn't it? That's okay. I wish it was more, but... <laughs> <laughs> forget about him a lot. Uh, Leanna from Shepherd, and uh, what did you forget? I have forgotten so many things in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I the biggest one I forgot was my nephew. <laughs> so you you were assigned to look after your nephew, and what happened? I was eight months pregnant uh, with my first, and my sister went, "Can you pick him up from school?" And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Baby brain forgot that I had a midwife appointment. <laughs> he finishes. He finished at 3 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, my sister rings me and goes, did you forget something? <laughs> my husband and I legged it out of this appointment. And he's now, he was in prep at the time. Aww. He's 14 now and still won't let me yeah. forget the fact I forgot him. They have a memory like an elephant. They do. Oh, well, just, at least it taught you what to expect with motherhood, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of times I've forgotten my oldest daughter is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not cut out for this. Skipping Point Australia. It's on Channel 9 and 9 now in 2024. And this bloke is one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Uh, Doubles champion many, many times. And he's the host of Tipping Point Australia, Todd Woodbridge. Good morning, mate. How are you going? Hello. Good good morning, guys. Doing very well, thank you. Oh, you sound it, Todd. You do sound uh, very chipper, Todd. Now, tell us about... Yeah, I've been uh, up early. (laughs) (laughs) You've been uh, on our screens, Tipping Point. So this was a UK... Show and now it's uh, coming down to Australia. It certainly is. It's been a, it's been a very well received UK show for a number of years. Obviously running three to four on Tel Nine and has done well. Um, and now we've got the Aussie version, which has uh, got me on it. Which people are saying, how did that happen? But I have had the best time, and we are we are really off to a very good start. The last couple of days off the back of the Australian Open, um, people have very much enjoyed the couple of episodes that we've put forward and. I don't know. You guys, what do you think? I love it. I made love the it. bank build around. I love yeah. any quiz format and especially like um to like it's worth a hundred bucks. So the show at tipping point, there's a lot of money up for grabs, isn't there, Todd? Yeah, there is. So you know the the four rounds that we have, we've got bank builder, we've got um into quick fire, into head to head, and then you the last person standing gets to put the jackpot counter in, see if they can get that back out. So that's worth twenty thousand bucks. But the best part that we've got in the Australian version they don't have in the UK is the temptation. Whereas if it's sitting in a position and I think, oh, you know, okay, it's pretty close, I'll offer up one counter maybe, double the value of the 20000 make it forty. throw in holidays, might give you 50000 There's all sorts of different offers on the table. So that's where it gets quite interesting. And people come on the show and they go, oh, I said to myself, if I get here, I'm going to go home with my five grand that's sitting there. And then they go, 
no, I'm going to have a crack at it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's yeah. that like for you as the host, Todd? Like, how is um, how does it work filming the episodes? So we we um, we've done quite a lot already. We started mid October doing. Um, a big run. I've got another three weeks of shooting um, to start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does it work for me? I mean, the temptation part's interesting <laughs> because I didn't know I was such a good used car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to tempt Seriously. people. You're yeah. like, go on, Seriously, gamble it. I- it, it's the best part because it's not really my money. It's their money they're gambling <laughs> with. And that must be good. Talk them in, you talk them into it and you go, what do you think, you know? Mm. $20,000, I mean... Two and a half, three grand sitting in your bank. That's not much. 20 grand, you can go on a big holiday, take the family to Europe, and then they start salivating and they go, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> you know what? Um, my wife almost killed me. I was on Deal or No Deal, and I gambled all the way right to the end of the last three cases. This is true, Todd. It's very um, tempting to do, though. So you, you're looking for kind of contestants out there who are kind of uh, like love the thrill of the, um, you know, trying to double up. Yeah, well, you get all sorts of different contestants. That's been an interesting part of the show itself is the, the shred of people's personality. So you get the likes of you that come on and this is what <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming. You go, I came with nothing. I may as well have a crack and go for it. But then you do get people. We, we had a lovely episode where a lady uh, had really desperately needed the money to be able to um, get her husband uh, who was disabled, uh, 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 like a... a chairlift a crane lift to get him in and out and help them at home and she she's got a nice amount and then she decides to go for it and i, I don't want to give oh. anything away oh. So, oh if you do it and it doesn't work oh, oh, no. I, I start to feel guilty the yeah one it's your fault Ty. yeah good one Ty. <laughs> <laughs> is it the a- one good thing the one thing for me though is that I, I, I i'm with the contestant i'm on their side because it's a machine and it's a machine's fault that or if it doesn't work and it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, Todd, if you won, what would you spend $20,000 on? Uh, right now, I'd be going on holiday. <laughs> yeah, okay. Totally. You've been overworked. It's, well, it's, uh, it's been, been a busy period. <laughs> and an expensive period. That must be nice because the cost of living at the moment is ridiculous. I mean, $20,000 might only get you a couple of woolly shops, right? Yes, that's true too. Maybe you saying that we need to up the prize money? Yeah, just triple it. Um, it'll be amazing. Tipping Point. Uh, so the series is airing now. So can you apply to be yep. on Tipping Point Australia yeah, still ab- at the moment? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, if you go to the Nine website, it'll direct you straight to it so that you can get your opportunity that, to have a go. So, um, yeah. Go for it. Yes, well, uh, get involved and all the details. Uh, Tipping Point Australia, just Google that. It's on Channel 9, 5pm, and uh, it's on 9 now too if you want to stream it. But Todd Woodbridge, tennis legend and great host with the most. You are the head honcho, the papa cheese when it comes to Tipping Point Australia. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the show this morning. Yeah, good on you guys. Have a wonderful day. Have a good one. Dan and Christy. What's your dumb injury? All right, dumb injury. Look at me eyes. Not as I am. What have you done? What did Gordon Ramsay just even say? Dumb injuries. (laughs) This one happened in the kitchen. I witnessed it myself. One of the dumbest injuries I've ever seen, but one that I just, my heart broke in the moment for my poor husband, Justin, who's done what I think we've probably all done. And brace yourself because I know you're going to picture it and cringe. Uh, Cheese. Grater, grating the cheese, getting ready for those tacos and just making a big pile of cheese. And what Mm -hmm. happens? 
Gracie's thumb. Gracie's thumb. Finger. It does happen Blood all everywhere. the time. Oh. oh my god! And I to the point where I I was watching him, and this happened the other day, and and he got all woozy, and then I got woozy, and I'm, I'm, he was being a bit dramatic. I was like, "Come on, dude, I've given birth. You're okay." But um, he was just... I don't know. Cheese greater versus birth. I don't know which one's more yeah, painful. It's just like stepping on Lego, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it is the worst though when you're. You know, it's such an easy injury to have. Mm. And so it's, it's. I don't know, I've done it myself too, and it's actually the most grating <laughs> pain out there, isn't it? Mm. Like, it's like getting a paper cut or something. It's just one of these dumb injuries. Yeah, and it does happen all the time uh, when you've got a big block of cheddar and sweet dreams are made of cheese and you just go straight <laughs> down and you go straight through your finger. And it happens cutting stuff. I, when yeah. I cut onions, I usually cut myself. Have you? My mate, my mate cuts straight through the webbing of his thumb and his index finger. Ooh. Straight through the middle there. Can you imagine that? Gee, he took the web with him. Didn't he? <laughs> Poor guy. It's another lame Great joke from me. Mate, you are on fire today. Thanks, thanks. You, you've got 10 out of 10 already. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm giving you the uh, warm kiss. Another cheesy joke. Thanks, yeah. my friend. Bloody great. Uh, but yeah, grating uh, when it comes to yeah, grating cheese, it always happens. I um, I am one of those people as well. When someone I love around me has a dumb injury, I have to really bite my tongue to not go, oh, why did you do that for? How did that happen? Because like, I know it's the worst thing you want to hear. Yeah. But sometimes I just want to shake my husband or my kids and say, if you just took a bit more care, this wouldn't happen. Mm. Like, look at your hand when you're grating cheese. And even my little son, uh, it happened, he, he had his first fall on a bike, right? Mm. And you know that your kids are going to hurt themselves when they're oh, riding yeah. bike. It's inevitable. And as parents, we've just got to let nature take its course and it just needs to happen. But I... They'll learn by doing. They'll <laughs> learn by doing. But I watched it and he tumbled off the bike and he hurt himself and there was a bit of a cry and he got back up, but even hmm. then, and I, I could, just it just accidentally came out and said to him, but honey, mummy did tell you to slow down if you just slow down. It's like, that's not helpful, mummy, the world's if worst If you just mother. not done like, that. Like, never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, but you're the most clumsy person on, in the history of the world. Here your, we go. your coordination is that of a toddler. That's because I wear You run into heels. nothing all the time. <laughs> the other day, you just fell off your chair, and, and Maddo attested this. Didn't she just uh, fall, like, Chrissy just, oh, well, he's on the phone. No, I'm Maddie's sorry. on the phone. I won't, I won't go to Maddie. But... Uh, <laughs> You literally went to sit down and you fell over the top of your shoulders. That's because I was on a swivel chair. Because have, these are at least I should be suing. These are like a lethal weapon in the workplace. The right. swivel chairs, you know, you mm. sit on the chair at work and it just swivels. And then, oh, how the hell did that happen? Look, oh, I'm, on I'm on all fours. Yeah. I mean, not on all fours. I wasn't, I'm never on all fours. Always around the office. Um, it's one of the go-to things on a Wednesday. Um, but, yeah, uh, maybe you've had dumb injuries and, and people injure themselves in a very stupid way. Even just sleeping, you know, I've thrown out my neck, just woken up and I can't move. At least you got some action in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> but 13, 10, 60. Maddie from Shepherd, and what dumb injury have you had? Um, I was closing a sliding door at work and then just got my fingers caught in it. Ooh. Ouch. Was yep. Gwyneth Paltrow there from the movie Sliding Doors in the early 90s? How did you manage to do that, though? So you, you're easy to moving do, it and then you just go bang on your own finger. I left in childcare and all the children were asleep, but I was just closing the door, <laughs> trying to be really quiet. I didn't realise my fingers were in the door. Oh, babe. And did you want to make a lot of noise and scream, but you're like, ah, oh, do you want to wake the kids up? Yeah, that's why I went outside and screamed instead. <laughs> a real sliding doors moment. 
It's been plenty of years since 2003 where Shannon Noel was defeated by Guy Sebastian in the greatest robbery of all time. You're never going to get over that, are no, you? Uh, nostalgia field, though, because uh, I love Australian Idol. I, I think everyone was watching it back then, weren't they? It was... Back in 2003, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was that's a long when it started, ago. wasn't it? <laughs> I still remember when Guy Sebastian won. And, mm. But you know what? Shannon Noel won just as equally when you oh, think yeah. about it because he's just as famous and he's done just as much and he's got his own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Idol has launched heaps of careers and I wish they watched it. It's been a long time between drinks, we know, since it's been back on TV. And we caught up with Ricky Lee mm. uh, on, on the show the other day, on our show the other day, and she was so nice and she was so excited. But then it's like, oh, my God, it came around and we didn't get a chance to watch it. But our parents love it. Yeah, they do my love it. My mum loves it. Your mum loves it. I yeah, know Colleen right. loves it. And, in fact, we've got her on the phone right now for a little chat. And you love Idol, don't you, Colleen? I, I do love it, Christy, because I like to see new people start out and have a chance in life following their dream. You're so beautiful, yeah. Colleen. But none of them oh. go on to really <laughs> living their dream, do they, Colleen? No, it's a, a bit of a fizzer, isn't it, Dan? <laughs> Who were the people that you think are going to do really well on Idol last night? I know that there was a girl called Amy and she sang beautifully. She sang Aretha Franklin song, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural oh, Woman. They are so talented. Even Camel Boy who came... I mean, he, he's what did got he a do? camel farm. <laughs> did he have he a camel, a camel toe of any <laughs> yeah. sort? No. Say that to your mother. <laughs> oh no, Dan, not camel toe. <laughs> Moose knuckle. <laughs> and and he he was just beautiful, just so pure and young. And they'll get hold of him and mould him into a, a real camel thing. <laughs> That's right. Well, no. they call him Camel Boy. Do they? I don't know. They <laughs> called him Camel Boy. Comes from a camel farm. Oh. He, yeah, just beautiful. Such a, a raw talent, you know, just just starting out and, and beautifully sounding and following their dream. You know, you can see they come out with such expectation and then get dropped, you know. Like mm. That's right. And Colleen, don't hopes. fit the box. Were you yeah. really proud of your own boy, Dan, when he auditioned for oh. Australian Idol? I was so, so excited. Aww. But like... Dan just needed a little bit more preparation. <laughs> he sort of, he sort well, of I was in my budgie smuggler singing the Baywatch theme, Colleen. Oh, I know, what more Dan. preparation do you need? I was so excited, so excited for him. He fizzled. You know? <laughs> Singer Charlie XCX. British singer, love her. Mm-hmm. Super talented. You can hear her singing now. Yeah, yeah. What a voice. Um, super cool. Anyway, and she's done what a lot of singers do when they're about to release a new album, which is mm-hmm. like wipe the Instagram clean. People do that before they release a movie, like Blake Lively once did at The Actress. You know, they I don't know why, but it's this whole thing of Clearing getting rid of the past. Out. Yeah, and yeah, okay. focusing on something new. Mm. And, um, and everyone's talking about this. She's kind of posted a list, if you will, um, essentially talking about all the things that her marketing team told her that she should be doing to raise her profile, to get publicity, to kind of generate buzz. And I guess it's mm. worked because we're now about we're now talking, talking about, about it Charlie on air. XCX, yeah. I know, but the list is hilarious. There's some things that we can't say on air. Well, mm-hmm. I won't say on air. Um, you can obviously have a Google of the list. But I just think to myself, when does it end with marketing teams? Like, mm. what is it with wanting your talent to go out and do these obnoxious, outrageous things just to get publicity. talked about? Well, it's crazy. Any publicity is good publicity. 
publicities, mm. they say. Uh, one of them was to uh, crash drag brunches and lip sync to her songs around LA and New York City. Yeah, uh, One of them is to release a tape um, in the same vein as maybe like a Paris Hilton or a Kim Kardashian, which is interesting. I mean, you would get publicity after that. I can't and- believe that they said that she should make it. Video. Mm, like, yeah. what the hell? Who Night vision style. That's crazy. Mm. Or what about this? Have a Winona, mi- um, a Winona moment. This Winona, is the most bizarre thing. I know, You want right? to shoplift. When Winona Ryder was caught on footage, allegedly shoplifting, many years ago. But you know what? Mm. Everyone sort of still remembers it. Pe- people our age particularly, maybe not the next generation, maybe mm. not Gen Xs, but Winona Ryder was a... And she still is a very famous actress. She was in Stranger, Th- Stranger right. Things recently anyway. And then thanks to being a kleptomaniac because it was her shoplifting that really raised her profile. That was that was insane, wasn't it? Yeah. And then now they're saying that she should try that, Charlie XCX, or mm. she should run for office and become president. Why not? Because that's just what you do. I yeah. mean, if Donald Trump could do it, yeah, if why she, not? Yeah, she could totally do it. Um, one of them is uh, having a full mental breakdown and pouting in the middle of the tube in London. Oh, my God. These like, are all unhinged ideas. They really are. Mm. I've been on the tube and I felt like I was having a mental breakdown anyway. Have you seen how packed those things are? It's oh, like yeah. picture it's crazy. the busiest train you can go on or a busy bus and mm. it's like no and one's a having a good breakdown. time. No, yeah. exactly. Dad and Christy. Do you still live with your parents on 13 10 60? <laughs> Let's, we're yeah. all in it together. Save space. This mm-hmm. is like a little meeting. Like a, how are you going? How are you going? So uh, I just said that I live with Mama Deb. So my husband and I and my own children. So my own family mm-hmm. has Mama Deb live with us. She's back, baby. She's we wrote a back. song about it. I paint the town Deb. Yep, Deb's back. She <laughs> arrives back tonight after a six-week cruise around uh, the Pacific Islands, but I think... I think that's, that's where they went. Cool. Beautiful. Went mm. with her husband, my lovely stepfather. Anyway, Mama Deb moved in with us. Um, just... Just can't get enough of a sentence. Lives Way. in our backyard in a caravan. Um, Is there any advantages <laughs> to this? Because I, you know I can I can think of all the disadvantages. But if she's doing your washing, that's pretty good. Well, it sounds good, right? But the mm. problem is, she she look. Th- yes, there are advantages, of course, yeah. and she's great Free with the kids. Don't get me wrong. Great. I try not to take advantage of that because it is an advantage, but but she loves the grandkids, and, and that was one of the main reasons that she wanted to come down to. So, mm. of course, I will never say otherwise because that was the first time in my life we've ever had help with the kids because mm. I've never had family live close by. So that's really nice. Does she help with the mortgage repayment? No. God, no. No, oh. no, no. I do all mm. that myself. But okay. they, they are buying their own little building, their own little They should be paying flat, rent, you know? surely. Yeah, well, we also pay the electricity bill now that I think about it, and she doesn't yeah. hold that blast in the heater. <laughs> She's like, I feed her She's as well. freeloading. <laughs> she, she's figured it out. She's like, oh, I know deep down she thinks to herself, yeah, well, I paid for my daughters my whole life and now I'm just going to... I'm Expects like, it. it's yeah. working though, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, my husband's picking her up from the airport at 9pm tonight. Yay. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, this is what we're asking. Do you still live with your parents? So 131060, Bianca from Heathcote, do you still live with your parents? I am. <laughs> Good on you. How's it going, babe? <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a mistake? So, yeah. Mm. So how old are you, Bianca? Can we ask? I'm 25. 25. And have you moved out before and then moved back in, or have you always lived at home still? Um, Well, so I had my own place in Melbourne. Um, I had to move back due to not having one to rent with, Mm. and I've been stuck here ever since for a year and a half. (laughs) Oh, my God. So you've been trying to save up money. Have you saved in this time? Yeah, I have. Mm. Not much. (laughs) Too much avocado on toast. (laughs) And so, hun, what are the things that you love about living with your parents? What are some of the things you don't love? Well, I mean, like, they live on a farm. Mm -hmm. So that's always a bonus. Plenty of space. I live in my own little cabin. Oh. Um, You know, got great animals and all that, great neighbours. 
Okay. So you're saving on rent, though, and you're saving... Do you do, like, a weekly shop, or do you put in for electricity bills and that kind of thing? Um, I put in for electricity, but I do, I do my own grocery. Okay, yeah. Do, and do you ever, like, eat dinner together and stuff like that, or do you just stay in your cabin as much as possible? <laughs> Um, it kind of just kind of depends if my parents want to tolerate me, so. <laughs> that was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's.